I would put it on the bud. You can fit the pickles. You can put you fit pickles in the pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin' Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Corn. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My uh, nipples are sweating <laughs> What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion ring? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Like, yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sun shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Hello there, and welcome to the rabbit hole. I am Millie Van Nielsen, one of the J&T beggars, and you are just in time for another solo edition. Oh, that sounds so sad. Don't be, don't, don't, don't leave. Don't leave. It's okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've got a few things here. I'm going to try not to say, but, uh, yeah, as much. I say, I'll tell you what, if I say, if, if I say it, more than three times, the first person to comment on it gets a goddamn sticker. Yeah, because we still got a shit ton of those. So, yeah, before we even get into anything, I want to thank John freaking Smith for his beautiful song, Yours to Keep, from the album Songs of the Great Collapse. Very great album, actually, too. Head to johnfreakinsmith.com and check it out for yourself. Yeah, sorry, not an offensive, offensive segue, but I just don't want to forget, because I am... I've been smoking all morning. This is another one of those AM edition recordings. And I've got, you know, no boys here and nothing, no other real interruptions much. But, uh, oh, uh, almost. I didn't say yeah after. That's, that's the condition. I gotta say yeah after too. That's what, that's what makes it weird. But, <laughs> so what am I smoking on? I'm smoking on some banana sherbet shake. It's supposed to be shake. Now, for any non-pothead, non-pot enthusiast listeners that are wondering what the fuck shake is, honestly, it's just the shit that falls off. It's just the weed that falls off of the weed, <laughs> and they tend to save it up at the bottom, and then they sell it like that. Some places are dicks about it, and it's just nothing but sticks and leaves. This place decided to one up it. I, the, the The whole point of shake is you're getting it much, much cheaper. So, you know, me being a broke stoner, as the description of our show implies, I decided to go for cheaper. And these fuckers decided to hook me up, and it's very, very chunky, thick nuggets of weed in there. So it's, a. Uh, on one hand, the convenience of being able to just roll already broken of weed isn't really there. However, I do have a lot of dense nuggage, and so it... it it balances out. It's cool. They still gave me the cheap price and better quality. Yeah. See, that's where Papa John's always got it wrong. They never said better price. Bastards. <laughs> but uh, yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of herbs, 
I just want to also give a special shout out to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. I still uh, have used up about all my, my free samples that I got from them. So I'm going to have to order some more. Head to Etsy.com. I believe they have a shop on there. Just look for Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. There is a link in the description too. You know, you can always scroll down and just click on that. And we can, you know, you can enjoy it. I know that the one I've, 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 I've yeah, if they're listening, they, they should already know they're going to get an order from me soon because I want to try that lemon pepper because that was like the only one that wasn't included. And I happen to have a weakness for lemon pepper. I've worked at a couple places that have it available and that shit is delicious on some fries. I don't know why, but I'm weird. A light bit of lemon pepper, just very light on some fries dipped in some nacho cheese. Mm, mm, mm. Fuck, you can tell I'm high and I'm a fat ass because I just... Fucking three minutes into the fucking episode and I'm already talking about goddamn food. Yeah. But this isn't... Oh, well, speaking of food, <laughs> I totally forgot. We, uh, you know, we got a voicemail a few weeks ago, uh, a couple of voicemails a few weeks ago, and last week we got together to record and I totally forgot to tell the guys about it. Like, they they haven't heard the voicemail or anything. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, play that for you now, just because, fuck it, they're not here. We don't need them. We've got this. But, uh, yeah, I just yeah, I just had to point out that I am a jackass, so sorry about that. Because this should have been on last week's episode at the very least. It, the voicemail happened to come in after we got done recording the week before his episode. And we'd, I'd, we've gotten a new thing lately, or not lately, it's just something we... After a while, we stopped wanting to play voicemails, just like just throwing them into the episode. We want to actually react to them, you know what I mean? At least after. So, without further ado, yes, I said a doobie because I've got a doobie in my hand, or as the old folks might call it, I uh, I rolled a number. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I feel so old for saying that, and that's like that's beyond my time even. But uh, yeah, without further ado, let's. I'm just gonna. That's just going to be a part of it. That's just going to be something I say from now on. So just be just be used to that. All right. Just be used to without further ado, because I've been smoking so many joints lately. It's 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 almost converted me away from the 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 tobacco. Almost. Yeah, I, I'm weak and we need help. <laughs> but uh, yeah, without further ado, there it is again. And, and it's, it's trying to cut into those. But uh, yeah, like I do every fucking solo episode. So, yeah, once again, without further ado, here is a couple voicemails from Jay or from Jared from the hashtag Blackout Podcast, a.k.a. one of my cousins. Hey, what's up, DJ Corn Rookie? This is Jared, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm sure Jay would send his love, but I actually haven't seen him today, seen his we live in two totally different states, but I did talk to him. Um, and yes, yeah, so I guess he sends his love. Anyway, hey, just wanted to reach out, talk to y'all about this fasturbation, um, episode you guys had. Not necessarily talking about fasturbation or slowsturbation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I do want to talk about that cereal that y'all talked about. All the interesting cereal types that are coming out. Not sure I'd want to taste all that stuff, y'all, you know, all the all those random cereals. But there's a couple of cereals that I do want to taste. Uh, for some reason, I do like oat-based cereals. For, so, And I love oatmeal cream pie, so why not have an oatmeal cream pie cereal? That's one. 
Another one I want to taste, Dreamsicle. That orange, that cream, works great with milk. I bet it would be tasty. Another one. Maybe this is out there, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Cookies and cream ice cream cereal. I mean, come on, man. It just makes sense. You got the cookies. You got the cream. You got the milk. It just makes sense. Right? Right. For me, at least. Now, um, maybe a couple others. Oreo cereal, just like the straight double stuffed version. That would be good, but I guess that would go back along the lines with the cookies and cream. Nilla wafers. I bet that would be good. And also graham crackers. Just straight up graham crackers. If we're using all these random flavors, you know what I'm saying? Why not use that? Something else I want to taste? I'm going to taste lemon meringue pie cereal. Even though the lemon and the milk may not really go well together. I don't care. I don't taste it. Why not? They're making this other stuff. Why not make that? You know? Mario cereal, we already got that, but what about some cannoli cereal? You know, crispy, round, long, cylindrical things filled with cream. I mean, we know that there's a couple things like that already, given that it's a fascination episode, but, you know, I'd like to taste and crunch a little bit of cannoli with the cream in my mouth to go along with the cereal, if you know what I mean. But yeah, those are just a few. I don't know, though. You know, I wouldn't go as so crazy to go with, like, you know, spaghetti and meatball cereal or, you know, even bacon cereal. I'm not sure I want that unless it's candy-baked cereal. And then, yeah, I would definitely taste it. Oh, yeah, but Sour Patch Kids, nah. Hope they don't, I hope they get rid of that. Also, Twizzlers, please never come out with that kind of cereal or red wine because they're trash. Nobody better ever also make a licorice cereal, black licorice. Now, while I... While I do love black, as I got cut off saying before, I do not like black licorice. I think it's trash. I think it's throw-up worthy every time you sniff it. Anyway, all that being said, hey, man, shout-out to you guys. Much love to y'all. Much love and respect. We need to black out one of these days, either in the rabbit hole or in the blackout podcast. Whatever you want to do, we need to make it happen. Um, Yeah. Glad to hear y'all all back together again, again and again and again. Not just like one time, you know, for a second on that episode, I knew Bill Corn was there, but then he finally said something like eight minutes in or something like that. So, yeah, glad y'all are all back. Hope y'all are doing well. Bam for life. Black it out. Peace. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Well, huge shout out and thank you, Jared, from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Always love getting voicemails from you guys. Fucking, uh, uh, that, now that serial voicemail might be a bit of a retaliation because I did hit up their voicemail like a month or so ago, a while back. And I, I, I went off on it. It was like three fucking voicemails. I fucking went off. I filled up that Google space as much as I fucking could. But, uh, <laughs> I almost did it again. You see, you hear that shit? Let me light this joint because that's what's fucking me up right now. Mm hmm. So anyway, sorry, a little bit of feedback in my doobie, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> so he, yeah, he, the voicemail, obviously, like he said, he's talking about the uh, Fasturbation episode, which is, that episode, before I even get into the voicemail, that particular episode had a little bit of a, little bit of a weird mishap happen, <laughs> um, what was it, uh, 
I, the original name for that episode was actually Neapolitan Serial, but I fucked up because we had recorded fucking uh, that episode in the week before his episode, like back to back uh, within the same week, and I edited them both, and when I went to upload the week before his episode, which was, I believe, Lowrider Blockade, yes, uh, initially I made, them, somehow I got confused, I confused myself, and I titled it fucking Neapolitan Serial. I even put the Neapolitan serial picture on it and uploaded it like that. And it wasn't until about, I, I, for some reason, something told me to listen to it again. And when I was listening to it, I realized, oh shit, I just put the way wrong. I put a title on there that didn't even belong. Didn't even belong. So in order to, you know, so I, I went and switched the picture and changed the title to the episode real quick. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I, I just, something told me just that. Just change it for the next one because I didn't want to upload Neapolitan cereal twice in a week and have it just like, well, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? And have some weird Mandela effect to have to explain, even though I'm explaining it now. Relights joint. You know, that's the problem with joints sometimes. If you're not constantly puffing, they will go out. So yeah, if you hear me, stop real quick to take a quick, you hear that noise, that's, that's, that's me hitting doob. Hitting the dube. Obviously, this has been a very wake and bake morning. This is what happens when you get two days off in a row. You get comfortable. Yes, and I've got me got me some coffee. Oh wow, the cup I'm holding just happens to say California on it. That is not on purpose. This isn't a video. <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, um, back to the back to the voicemail. So yeah, that episode was actually supposed to be initially called Neapolitan Serial, which me and Rook, yeah, Rook and I went on a whole tangent of shit with Serial fucking for a minute that we all did. But uh, yeah, Jared just seemed to have been inspired by the idea of some funky serials and shit. And why the hell not? This is like the day and age where we're just like, we're just taking some of the random sweets and just putting them into serials. Why the fuck not? Lemon meringue probably is the only one I wouldn't fuck with, but that's just because I'm not a lemon meringue guy. But Nilla wafers, like some mini Nilla wafers in a fucking bowl of, in a bowl with some milk. Oh, oh man. Especially, especially if they had like a chocolate version. I am a sucker for chocolate cereals too, by the way. Any of our UK listeners ever want to ship us a box of uh, Nesquik cereal since we can't get it in the US? Uh, hit us up. <laughs> we might have to get a PO box or something. Shit, but uh, I almost did it again. Almost did it again. Remember, I didn't say yeah, so I think I've only got two. One more, or two, two more, because it's got to be more than three. Two more. Somebody could win a free sticker. But uh, these uh, he threw out some. Sorry, Jay, Jared threw out a lot of fucking random ass cereals too in there, and I'm like mixing. Like even though I just listened to the voicemail, I still some of them keep mixing in with. The, the cookies and cream cereal, I think we did try to touch on, but not the Oreo O's. That's the, I think he means that too. Those Oreo O's isn't the same. They don't taste like Oreos. When we first heard about that, we thought like, okay, Oreos in a bowl? Perfect. And honestly, they make Oreos minis. Why don't they just put those in a bowl? You don't have to have the cream or just put it like in the middle, make them some O's or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah. I, I I think Jared's got like an inner stoner in him, and he lets it out when he listens to us, 
and he and he'll drop a voicemail that kind of goes with it because he because hell that's almost uh usually people thinking that much about cereals usually <laughs> well usually we're pretty high when we're thinking that much about damn cereals but you don't you don't i guess you don't have to be <laughs> but uh yeah thanks again uh, yeah jared from the hashtag blackout podcast i believe they're still on uh soundcloud and well they're available on like all the other podcast players as well so yeah hit up the hashtag blackout podcast i actually love listening to them they honestly they're they're the only ones that keep me up to date on hip-hop and shit like that otherwise i would be and why i'm still very unknowledgeable when it comes to today's hip-hop god damn it i gotta relight this thing again there is a special, there is a, a reason we are here today, though. And it was not just for the voicemails, even though that was pretty pretty big part of it. Um, well, well first off, Jared, that, that's another black guy saying that the, uh, what's it, black licorice is not good. Which means black jelly beans. Well, he probably, if you don't like black licorice, you don't like black jelly beans. Again, it goes back to our point of uh, American History X. That was not an offensive part when homeboy threw out the the black jelly bean from the bowl. Yeah, that's not a fit. There's nothing. To, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't. No, that's okay. You can throw out the black jelly beans all you want. They're disgusting. We don't like them. Mm-mm. But I will say, Jared, don't you run down. Don't you run down red vines. You can run down Twizzlers all you want, but don't you. Don't you step on red vines. I'm not saying I'd put it into a cereal because that sounds disgusting, but. They are good. <laughs> They're like the cheapest thing at the movies, the Red Bands, sometimes. Besides bitch-ass popcorn. Fucking A. <laughs> Speaking of popcorn and the movies. Some movies suck, and some are great, but our reviews are always... Late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. Speaking of popcorn in the movies, uh, well, tonight, um, what's it, tonight, Redcorn and I were supposed to go to Shazam, but it's looking like that's going to be Saturday night, which is fine, but, uh, there is, well, as the song implied, some late reviews. Now, once it, I, I won't take up too much time on these, but, um, well, fuck it. Uh, I'll start with the, I'll start with the, the fucking, the one that we actually went to the theater since I was talking about popcorn and shit. Redcorn and I did go see Captain Marvel because it's a Marvel movie and we've been kind of on that kick at least. Even though we don't always do a late review for him, we usually kind of do. So, uh, he, yeah, he couldn't be here obviously to do the review with me, but we, we actually both kind of had the same opinion walking out of this one. Uh, but first, let's talk about walking into it. First off, Corn and I got really, really baked. Showed up last second. Fucking, no, we left when the movie was supposed to be starting. So we got there a good five, six minutes late. Then decided to stop to get popcorn. And um, <laughs> because Redcorn, because I, hell, I bought the ticket. So Redcorn was like, oh, I'll get, this, I'll get the popcorn and, you know, a couple sodas. Fine, fuck it. We go, uh, you know, we orders, I think, uh, two medium drinks or yeah, two medium drinks and a large popcorn and we get to the counter and all he has on him is a 20. And of course, because it's a fucking movie theater, 
because you had to say lard on the popcorn, which I don't know why. Me, Corn and I, we, we usually will share a popcorn because not because not we're in love, because we're cheap, and because neither of us can finish a small popcorn by ourselves. Why he said large, I do not know. I think it's because he's a little guy and he just wants to be able to order big things. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's probably some truth to that. But, um, yeah, so we get to the thing. She fucking, you know, total's like 23 something, of course. So, um, you know, Red Corn's sitting there like, uh, all I got is a 20. He's got no, yeah, he opens up his wallet to reveal emptiness. I open up my wallet. I don't have any cash on me either. I used my card to pay for uh pay for the tickets. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll just put the rest on, on my dip, debit card or whatever. I'm searching my pockets and couldn't fucking find it. Start having that freak out moment because I it was one of those that was still loose in my pocket and shit. I didn't put it back in my wallet because I thought I was going to. I planned on using it again for the snacks anyway. But uh, yeah, I'm searching for it. Couldn't find it for a temporary second. Like. I actually said out loud, just standing there, just like, how the fuck did I pay for the tickets if I don't have my goddamn debit card? As I finally reach my hand in my jacket pocket and find it. Yeah. So we finally get the fuck popcorn. We go sit down. First off, we sit down and we're still like five minutes before the fucking movie's starting. Like there's, there's, there's still like five minutes at trailers before the movie's starting. And we were already running like a good 15 minutes late. So goddamn when it comes to trailers. <laughs> um... <coughs> Finally, of course, we find our, our usual spot to the left, <laughs> to the left on the side aisle. Fucking yeah, there's four seats. We take up two of them. Nobody's sitting next to us because who the fuck wants to, especially with me sitting on the outer side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, overall, we walked out both kind of saying the same thing. Nah, it's all right. It, it was uh. I don't know. It, I don't know. It was a little bit. Uh, I don't want. I don't, I'm not going to get into the the half political wannabe political shit that was going around surrounding this movie and its release and the the star of the movie. I don't care about any of that shit, honestly. When it came down to it, we were going to see a Marvel movie no matter what. Of course, the the big one coming up too. And hell, by the time this comes out. Well, it probably won't be out yet, but Shazam will. But <laughs> so you know, we we're gonna we we're gonna see it no matter what. We didn't listen to any of the bullshit. So, but honestly, just as just as someone that's watched almost all these movies in the theater and enjoyed it, first off, it it wasn't an empty theater, but it wasn't full. Black Panther was full. Fucking obviously, Infinity War was full. Even Ant Man and Wasp was pretty full. But uh, yeah, theater wasn't very full. Not even a judgment. The movie itself, <laughs> which is what it's all about, right? Eh, I don't know. It was okay. I mean, there, you know, it, it did. You know, it it accomplished the mission of giving us an MCU origin movie, which is you know, you know let's take the origins and you know, obviously they're gonna tweak for movies purposes and for. To try to fit her in because it's set in 1995. I will say this. For a movie set in the 90s that was actually trying really hard to like set a 90s vibe through the soundtrack. Eh, I just didn't. I, it didn't do it. I don't know. The 90s were filled with a lot of great music and they did hit multiple genres. But 
I just don't know, man. The 90s were... First off, this bitch should have still been listening to the 80s music. She shouldn't have even given a fuck about any 90s music, so no doubt shouldn't have even really been playing. I'm just going to say that. And yes, I will... Something that's probably been said all over the place anyway, too. Eh, she was a bit OP. A bit overpowered. Not even like... I'm not saying even a critical. I'm saying like... I don't know. With the most superhero movies, when they're in that final battle stage... Something happens to draw blood, you know, they got to, there's got to be at least one quick moment where you're like, uh, hope seems almost lost. This is about the triumphant moment. And then they have the triumphant moment. She didn't really have a triumphant moment because she didn't really have to overcome anything. She was just, it was just, it was almost like, uh, like Neo, except, okay, like, uh, if you, if you, let's go back to 99 or what, 98, whichever one it was. Let's go back to the first Matrix for a second. Towards the end. Towards the very end. Neo gets the living daylights beat out of him. He's dead. All the life signs are gone. Then he gets up and he's the one. They did that but without the ass kicking part. Like without the getting his ass kicked part first. She just, she stood up and she, oh my god. She's the one. And just had like unlimited powers and whatnot. Yeah. I will, this is where I'll give him credit. Lee Pace. Yep, fuck the cat. I don't give a shit about the cat. I was not, I wasn't even impressed by the cat because they put so much goddamn hype on it. But Lee Pace, actor Lee Pace, they got him, they actually got him to reprise his role as Ronan the Accuser, even if it was only for like five minutes. Still cool that just because after watching Infinity War and finding out Hugo Weaving wasn't actually playing Red Skull again, it was cool to see that they, it's cool when they actually can get somebody to reprise a role, especially for such a small piece of the movie. Other than that, it was pretty, eh, post credit scene was pretty expected, kind of, in that way. I don't know. I'm more, obviously I'm more excited about the big movie that's coming out after it, so I think that kind of helps, like, it doesn't overshadow it, it just makes it to where, like, I don't know, they could have gone a little bit more epic, I guess, or at least had a little bit more of a struggle for her. But they didn't. They. This is one thing I will say, um, <laughs> and I'll probably not be considered the nice person for this one, but um, it, it, it kind of happens in the beginning, in the very beginning of Captain Marvel. She's, uh, she's sparring with Jude Law, and I wouldn't even give away his character, even though if you're listening to this by now, you've probably already watched it, and if you're that nerdy, you definitely knew who he was. But... Uh, she's sparring with him, and he says that he she needs to control her, emotion, her emotions. Yet this woman shows not much emotion at all on her face anywhere, nor does she act on any kind of emotion. So really, emotion didn't seem like it was actually a theme. They were they were creating a problem that wasn't there. It was like a, like one of those ads as seen on TV commercials and shit or whatever, you know. Oh, aren't you aren't you tired of your toes poking through the the tips of your socks? Well, here's a goddamn pad for your socks. It goes in every sock, and it just attaches to your foot. It, <laughs> sorry, that's that's just what it seemed like a bit to me, just a bit. Ah, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she she didn't have the she didn't the, the, I didn't see the emotion part. And yeah, her her photon blasts were cool. I guess uh, they were cool. They took down ships and whatnot. That was cool. Uh, realistically though, they. They didn't even need to have the whole fucking 
I don't know, Jude Law didn't need to be there. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it like that. All he he they he was just like uh I don't know, they like remember how they used to criticize Spike Lee for having just these evil white men in his movies like that, like that was the bad guy was just this evil, angry white man. And okay, I, it's I'm going actually really specifically. I'm not even saying he criticized. I'm saying a uh, Family Guy. They did like a quick cutaway, where yeah, and I think their example was Do the Right Thing, where they had Danny Aiello just screaming fucking monstrously. And I, that's kind of what Jude Law's character in this one reminded me of was just just this angry screaming man for no reason and shit, especially at the end. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, all in all me yeah I, I won't even say don't watch it because it's a marvel movie if you want to watch them watch them all uh alex what are you doing pal oh hey dimitri i was just gonna put all these signs that i made to promote our new satirical sitcom podcast 2000 dc dude it's an audio-based format Yeah, so I was going to put these all over the place so people could read them so they can... Oh, I see what you mean now. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way people are going to know that we're on Podbean and various other platforms if they can't read the signs. So, so wait, hold on. Do they just have to wait till Saturday when we release? Pretty much, yeah. Ah, well, the heart was in the right place, I guess. So, what now? I guess I'm throwing away signs. You're throwing away signs. <laughs> All right, and we are back. Well, I'm back. Sorry about the commercial break, but uh, I had to go refill my coffee. Otherwise, this is a very awkward episode. And I'm off. I'm fucking baked. About to get more baked. But I have yet another late review. Yes, two and one. Hell yes, aren't you the lucky? No. Probably not, but actually, I, I in this particular late review situation, I felt like the lucky one because I actually got to check out a movie that I enjoyed and it was kind of one of our most unique scenarios surrounding a late review. Now, obviously, if you've uh, listened before, usually our late reviews are just... uh us talking and you know oh you haven't seen that well here watch it and then we talk about it the next week usually (laughs) other times it's been you know obviously it's it's we've gotten to the point where we we got to a point where we considered any review to be a late review just by the standard of even if we go see a movie and record and upload that episode on the same night there's already going to be a hundred other people that have reviewed it (laughs) at least. So by all definition, any fucking movie review we do any review at all, we do pretty much is considered a late review anyway. So this one though was a bit different and I'll tell you why. Well, you, uh, well, like I said, do you usually the guys and I, you know, it, it comes up, or we decide to go see a movie or something. This one was a little bit different. This was one of the rare occasions in which a director actually reached out to us and sent us a screener link so that we could check out their movie. And I do believe this movie is available on 
Amazon Prime. So if you've got that, go check it out, definitely. <laughs> Sorry about that cough. Moving on. So the movie is called Butterfly Kisses. It was released in 2018. I believe there's a movie with the same title that came out in like 2017, so don't get them confused. This one is a horror flick, and it's not about a, some teenagers or whatever the other one might have been. But written and directed by Eric Christopher Myers, who, big shout out to, like I said before, he was the one who actually reached out to us and uh, asked us if we wanted to check it out. And yeah, because we didn't, because we don't have Prime, he, yeah, he shot us a link so we could actually just watch it. And I gotta say, fucking, uh, well, Rookie's usually the one that, that shies away from the horror movies, although I have started getting him to come around a bit. He's, he's getting bit by the bug. So expect some more horror, some more, uh, horror coming up, probably even before Halloween. Usually, we usually save it for that, but yeah, that probably won't be the case this year because I think Rookie's actually been checking him out more. But, um, <laughs> this movie though, as, like I said, Written directed by Eric Christopher Myers, who, again, shout out. He fucking reached out to us and hit us up, and we, we, you know, we got to enjoy it. So, the official, like, uh, IMDb synopsis or summary or whatever would say a filmmaker discovers a box of videotapes depicting two students disturbing, or yeah, disturbing film project featuring a local horror legend, the Peeping Tom. As he sets out to prove this story is real and release it as a work of his own, he loses himself and the film crew following him into his project. So, yeah, the 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 way it's presented is pretty much with a document, like a as if a documentary is being filmed about a guy trying to present found footage as a movie, shit, pretty much, but also trying to make it, you know, trying to prove that it's real. It uh, it's actually probably one of the most unique takes I've ever seen on a found footage horror movie. Usually they're pretty straightforward. It's you know what I mean you'll have the aspects of maybe kids going after an urban legend or something, but that's it. There's no uh, there's usually no like outside perspective, which I kind of liked about this one is that you know you've got the director, you've got a filmmaker who finds the footage, and I like too that uh, they within the movie they asked a lot of the questions that popping up into my head oh really a filmmaker just happens to find footage they threw that question at him that's that was the beautiful part about them having a like a a documentary crew following the direct the filmmaker to it 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 gave you another perspective which i liked because it kind of i don't know it almost reminded me of scream like in the way that scream was able to poke fun a little bit at slashers while being a you know i mean a new take on slashers this I think is was the equivalent to how yeah to uh found footage horror movies honestly because you you had you know you had the documentary crew you had, like pretty much throughout this whole movie there's the, the 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 whole question of is the footage real or is it not I mean obviously the whole story's fiction but within the you know what I mean within the thing is it a hoax is it real and, you know did these two film students who couldn't be found obviously. Uh, did they ever encounter, you know, they, there was footage on there of them catching something popping up. The, the, <coughs> the peeping Tom legend. I actually liked how they did that one too. There was a, there's an explanation for everything pretty much within the movie and for the, you know what I mean? The, the, I think he's summoned by staring like into a tunnel 
at midnight or something like that for like an hour straight without blinking, which is a feat within itself. But um, they were able they were able to use like a camera as an eyeball pretty much and keep that open. It it was a nice it was a nice take. There was a yeah you you first off that you actually did get to see the fucking the entity or whatever, which I love that. I have always hated that about found footage horror when you don't see any actual like uh when you don't see the fucking bad guy god damn it we want to see the bad guy <laughs> and uh yeah you, you you saw the bad guy you saw some <laughs> there was a little bit of one of my favorite parts though was within the movie there's a part uh where the the documentary crew gets them onto a radio station and they get they actually got fucking eduardo sanchez yes the uh the guy that did fucking blader witch project they actually got him to talk about like you know i mean the uh the whole factor of people trying to use like a hoax and shit to p- to push their fucking uh found footage horror movie like we've seen on some of them like uh i remember seeing a movie on netflix called paranormal entity and it came out like right around fucking paranormal activity obviously and it was one of those found footage horrors that said at the end of, i thought it was weird because uh at the end of the movie like you, you've already watched the movie it says go to this website to find out, you know, the, the the story and shit, to find out more about, you know, what happened to these people. And because I'm fucking, because, hell, at the time I was just smoking and high and whatnot and just, and not even that, just fucking bored, honestly, at the time I didn't have a job or anything. So I fucking, I go to the website and it, it was like it was trying to promote the movie. Like, you already saw the movie. Why would you put the link at the, it was dumb. It, it, obviously, fucking, obviously it was, a, it was a fucking movie and not fucking real found footage. But it, it, that's what I liked about this Butterfly Kisses movie was that they actually pointed, they poked fun at that kind of shit too. The, the way directors have tried to do that before to really try to sell it as some actual found footage instead of just a fucking movie. Luckily, because it is, because the whole thing's, you know, a movie and fictional, you do get to see fucking, you know, eventually they do encounter this fucker or they, you know what I mean? They do fucking, uh, they do summon him somehow and yeah, you know, some people die, some people, you know, there's still like a layer of disbelief until, until pretty much the end almost. Yeah. And even the ending I thought was pretty, pretty good. I actually... I'm not, I'm not even trying to spoil too much either. That's what's weird. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. Cause uh, I think if you, if you can watch the, if you can go check this one out, I highly suggest it. Especially if you, if you watched Blair Witch Project and thought like, man, I, I, I just wish I would have seen more happen in it. Definitely watch Butterfly Kisses. Cause they, they do all the things that you, the, the, when you watch, I've watched a few of these found footage horror type movies and there's, a lot of times when it's just like, dude, just show me something. Show me a ghost moving or something. Don't just show a chair moving or a door closing or someone acting possessed. Show me some kind of actual entity being caught on camera. And God damn it, they did it. They, they, they This was like everything I wanted, actually would have, have yelled at fucking found footage horror movies wanting to see. So, yeah. Great job by fucking everybody involved. All the acting is pretty damn good and everything too. I fucking yeah. I I actually was pretty locked in from from the beginning, and it actually it held. I watched this movie on my phone, and movies got to be good to keep your attention locked on a fucking small screen. I don't have one of them tablet phones and shit. 
So the movie's got to be pretty damn good to keep your attention locked on it for a fucking hour and a half, two hours or whatever. And this movie definitely kept my attention for the entire time. I was, every time I would try to guess or predict or anything like that, it would, it would pretty much straight up pull that answer right, right out of my head and just like, oh, well, what about this? Oh, well, I was just thinking about that too. Beautiful. So yeah, I, yeah, very, very well presented. Very, uh, I, I sound like I'm dick riding, but no, I, I did thoroughly and I, I genuinely enjoyed this movie though. I would highly recommend it. Uh, I'm going to, there should, there might be a link down in the description. I'm not positive, but there might be a link. Um, if not, again, it's Butterfly Kisses released 2018, not 2017. So just make sure you watch the right one. And yeah. Definitely check it out. Fucking again, big shout out to Eric Christopher Myers for sending us the link. Fucking big thank you. And if you ever want to fucking throw any other ones at us for us to check out, we are fucking on board. Cause and if that goes to anybody, goddamn it. If you if you make a fucking movie or a fucking TV show or something, hit us up. We'll we'll we'll, we'll gladly do some reviews and whatnot. Cause we enjoy this shit. But yeah, um, <laughs> oh there it is. Did you hear it? That was the third one. One more and you're fucking win something. I I guess I gotta well, I don't think I even have anything much else on the agenda for today, to be honest. Oh, actually, that's a lie. We I we've been talking about it, but uh yeah, we Oh, and that was the fourth one. Hit us up at JNT Podcast on social media, anything like that, and say that just just, just messages that's for and fucking some info or whatever. And we'll fucking, we will send us stickers. God damn it. First, like, I don't know, for 10 people or something like that. We'll send you a sticker. See, it sounds funny, but it sounds weird, but we will. We fucking will. <laughs> but, um, almost did it again. <laughs> so we've, yeah, we've, uh, we've been talking about some battles. We do have some. We're, we're doing a little bit different this time. We're instead of picking from a big old random list, we're just kind of, I don't know, we're doing it weird this time. We're just, we're kind of loading up some of these battles before we even, before we even begin them, just kind of, just to kind of put them out there. A lot, the last few battles we did were kind of, I don't know, they were decided on last second and they didn't, uh, they didn't go so, go so well because we didn't have much material to work with or we were, I don't know, but we're, we're, we are, we're bringing back the damn actor battles probably next week. And yeah, we'll probably be able to fucking do that. Also, um, there was one more thing. Ah, what was it? Marijuana affects the, um, <laughs> there was one more thing and I just remembered it too. We are probably going to be opening up a fucking merch store or whatever. One of those online merch stores or whatever. So you can get some of our cool designs or <laughs> some of our cheesy designs on the fucking t-shirts or whatever. Uh, we haven't, we haven't officially done anything yet. So I can't say like what exactly will be available and shit, but we are planning on doing that within the next couple of weeks. That way, if you want to support the show, you can you can get something back for it. You know, you can you can actually get something for it by just getting a fucking t-shirt or whatever. But other than that, uh, the boys should be back next week, at least rookie. If not, I might have to. Well, I'm probably gonna grab him by his ear and just drag him here next week anyway. Because you'll usually he 
yeah, I don't know. Rook, Rook's been having a weird thing. This year has been different. Rook, if he misses like a week or two, he comes back with a vengeance. Like, dude, we need to fucking record. And all of a sudden, he's bugging us. I can't make it tonight. But then all of a sudden, he's like, dude, we got to record. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is again. I'll see you next week. It probably won't just be me. <laughs> Who knows? I might even have a guest next week. I'm, uh, I bet I, there is someone that I have been uh, thinking about hitting up. Someone that will probably do the show. Yeah. But we'll see next week. Shout out to John Freaking Smith and Hooks Rubs and Spices. And the boys over at the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Catch you next week. Thanks for jumping down the rabbit hole. Thank you.